0: Hello, revolutionaries, and welcome to another episode of Responsibility Revolution. We are in May. We just passed Mother's Day. I hope you had a nice Mother's Day. I hope that uh, if you have your mother alive, you made her feel special. And if you don't have your mother alive, I hope that you remembered her in such a way that makes you feel special and good. I discovered after my mom passed away, in that cycle of real, deep, intense Pain went away, what I'm left with is nothing but joyful thoughts and feelings about her. And so every time she crosses my mind, or every time I think of her, or I'm reminded of her by something I see, or I smell, or I hear, the feelings that I get are so amazing and so wonderful and so full and regenerating that I look forward to thinking about her all the time. So on Mother's Day, I thought about her and it wasn't sad. It was actually a really joyful day. Uh, but this episode is not about Mother's Day. This episode is about step five, which says, Admit it to God, to ourselves, and to another human being, the exact nature of our wrongs. Now, remember, when we say God, we said whatever version of God that you have created for yourself. God is just a universal word that everybody understands. But remember, it's got to be you're addressing your connecting to the God that you have created, that we have created in the previous weeks. When we talk about the inventory, we're talking about the inventory that you have written about your resentment, fears, and sexual misconduct. Now, we also did an inventory about other things that are good about us, our positive inventory. We're not going to talk about not that inventory. We're talking about the one that actually was a little bit more difficult to write the one that allows us to see ourselves in a way that we may not want to really see ourselves the one that allows us to see where we're fearful where we're resentful of others when we are envious and jealous and all that stuff so this is what we're focusing on this time and so uh on the fifth step is we're asked to share everything we've written with someone now if you're in recovery if you're in a 12-step program you probably have a sponsor. And so the indicated person to share it with is your your sponsor. Um, If you're not in a recovery program and you don't have a sponsor, you can share this with your therapist. You can share this with a very, very trusted friend that actually understands this way of life, a spiritual way of life, that can then be gentle and kind in whatever it is that you're sharing with them and could relate, someone that perhaps could relate Sometimes we think that what we're about to share is so huge, nobody will ever understand it. And we find that it's not that at all. It's just like, oh my God, you're so typical. So there's that. So a therapist, someone you trust, if you're a religious person, you can share this with your clergyman. It's important that you don't share this with anybody that's on your list. In other words, your wife, your husband, your mom, your dad, someone like that. We're going to stay away from sharing it with them, okay? So hopefully you have an idea of who to share with. You can also just contact me and share with me, and I'll give you feedback based on experience, not based on opinion. That's the other thing. Really important that you find someone that can give you experience. I remember early on, one of my sponsors said to me, never go to a drowning man for swimming lessons. And I thought, that is fucking brilliant. Why would I want to hear what you have to say to me, if you don't have the experience to talk about it. Why would, you, would I take any advice or suggestions from you if you haven't gone through it already? You see, I need, I want, I crave experience, not opinions. Opinions are good. Keep them to yourself. Have fun with them. Don't share them with me. Share experience with me. The other thing about this step that I want to talk about is like, this is the first time that I opened that door of trust. I wasn't really even aware that I had a hard time trusting people. But I soon realized that I really did have trust issues. And so when I got to the fifth step, it was the first time that I actually had to take the action of kind of acting as if, which is something you hear a lot in the rooms of recovery. I I acted as if I trusted this person and it was my sponsor. And thankfully, he was a very trustworthy man. And I was able to have an incredible experience. And so the door opened for trust. And I am now a guy who has no problems trusting people. I don't trust blindly. I trust very, very uh, smartly right? I trust based on how I see you be, right? Your actions tell me who you are. Uh, Not necessarily your words, but your action. So this is the first opportunity for you, if you have issues with trust, to find someone that you can trust or act as if you can trust them and start to practice because trusting is real, real key. So I kind of pretty much told you everything I wanted to say, but Kevin Griffin, says something beautiful about the inventory which i want to read to you he says when we share an inventory whether the formal step four version or any other we are opening ourselves up in a way that's not usually comfortable for us will we be judged will what this person learns be held against us will they think less of us we all want to look good to others so sharing our most painful secrets naturally feels threatening. Nonetheless, we've learned that holding back is even more dangerous, without a doubt. If I don't get rid of the baggage, I, it's just gonna take me down, man. I gotta get rid of that shit. I have to get rid of that shit, and so here's an opportunity to do that. He continues, to hide our failings, our mistakes, and our flaws only leaves us isolated, alone with our pain, with no external viewpoint to balance our self-judgment. We only go deeper into our own story. In other words, it's just just like a like a like a hamster wheel. If I don't have an outlet, I'm gonna to continue to go around and around and around, feeding and feeding that place without that and by I mean by that place I mean my, my my mind filled with these toxic thoughts, these old ideas, these resentments, these fears. And if I don't empty it out, eventually I succumb to horrible things. I, I, it's, it's uncomfortable to live and as an addict I will go back to whatever it is that my addiction how my addiction manifests itself so it's very important to clean up he continues to say when we reveal ourselves to others a burden is lifted we discover our shared humanity as the person who is listening to us reflects back what they are hearing and how they too have made mistakes You may be amazed to discover that you weren't the worst person in the world. That, in fact, you are typically imperfect like every other human being. And that's what I was talking about earlier. It's like, I'm not the monster that I thought I was, nor am I the greatest thing that I thought I was. I'm somewhere in the middle. So get to it. Find somebody you trust. Read that inventory. And let's move on. Let's keep you going so that you can... Get to your authentic self and uh, continue to take responsibility for exactly who you are. Everything about you, you're responsible for. Everything about you, you're responsible for. You just have to learn what it means to be responsible. So like I always say to you, if you want to talk to me, I want to talk to you. So hit me up. Have a great week, guys. Thank you for listening to Responsibility Revolution. I hope you have enjoyed it, and I hope that you subscribe so you can receive it every Monday. Also, remember that Responsibility Revolution is a way of life that requires work. If you're interested in finding out more about the type of work we can do together on the corporate level or on a one-on-one, please feel free to contact me at TheResponsibilityRevolution.com. I really look forward to hearing from you.